0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sacred Silhouette Podcast. I am your host and refiner coach, Tanya Denise. I help single kingdom women transform into sacred kingdom wives. Welcome to the podcast. If you are new, welcome back if you are a faithful listener. Um, I just want to give you an update from the last podcast that I did about basically knowing what season you are in by just, you know, doing something. So if you haven't listened to that podcast, please listen to that. But um, quick little um, story time, not really a story time, but what happened to me during this fast. So during this three day fast. People started manifesting from my mess in my messenger, right? On social media. So, one person did a ask me to marry them. Don't know this man from what they say, Adam. I don't know him, but he was one like a Facebook friend because we had a bunch of mutual friends. And so. He jumps in my inbox because there was a story that I posted about um, treat yourself like you treat that person that you're crushing on real bad. So just take take a day, basically, and just treat yourself like you would treat somebody that you love. And so from that story video that I posted, he comes in and says, oh, my gosh, we have so much in common. Will you marry me? And I'm like, bro, what? So he got blocked. Right. Fast day two, less than 24 hours later, another guy jumps in my inbox from that same story and says, I love you, babe. Excuse me. Where did you come from? Who are you? He got blocked. So. Fast day three, um, there was a particular person that was supposed to join me in business, network marketing, right? And I could I could feel in my spirit discernment, you know, that the reason for this person wanted to join me in business was to be in communication with me. That's why intimacy with God is so important because he will show you what people aren't saying. Like, you will have that discernment. So in this situation, um... I was like when I when I know someone is trying to play me or manipulate me or try to uh, play off my kindness or um, another thing that that really gets under my skin is when people look at Christians as weak or naive. No, not knowing or realizing that the wisdom that God gives us if you really seek him, you know what I'm saying? And that you can see people's intentions by what they don't say. So. He's inboxing me like, yo, getting on my nerves. You hear me? And so that's why one of the things I said was, you know, God is dealing with me during that fast. He was dealing with me regarding irritation and being annoyed and frustrated because the old me, Tanya BC, before Christ would have went all the way off on him and let him know, like, don't ever try to play me like that. But. Tanya with Christ, (laughs) WC, just let them talk they talk, you know? And so a a way that God shows me a thing or confirms what I'm already feeling, when somebody is messaging me, he'll have me look at the words that they say and the words that are spelt wrong. And... One of the things this person said was, I know I have to gain your trust and you want to see if my intentions are pure. Intentions was spelled wrong. And I'm like, okay, God, so what I'm feeling is confirmed that it was the intentions aren't pure because that's the word that was spelled wrong, right? Right. So that was my fast. If you all want to let me know if you went on your fast and um, if you want to share how it turned out, DM me on Instagram at sacred.silhouette. So that was that. I just, that was a quick update. This is not the podcast. I just wanted to give like a quick update of what went down on my fast to know what season I'm in. And just because... Yes, I got a marriage proposal from a complete stranger. I got told I love you, babe, from a complete stranger during this fast. Um, It does mean I'm in my marriage season, but it still may not be time. Like this month, I may not be married. You know what I'm saying? So I'm in the season, but it still may not be time. They still may need work that needs to be done. So, so just know that when things are revealed to you, you know, there's a time and season for everything. So here is the actual reason for the podcast. So today's podcast is having their baby won't make them love you. Um, Basically, a baby won't make them love you. So... I don't know why God laid this particular topic on my heart. It's not anything that I've gone through, but I've known people to have babies hoping to win the affection of um of a man. Um just hoping that, you know, because they have his seed that you know, they'll end up loving her. You know, the man will end up loving her, marrying her, but that is not the case. And I have a biblical story to piggyback on with this. So, um, I just want to say, well, you know what? I'll wait until after I read the story. So this is coming from Genesis chapter 29, um, verse 31, but just a little backstory about Genesis 29. This is regarding, uh, Leah, Jacob and Rachel, so backstory, um, Jacob saw Rachel when he came into town, right? And so she was a shepherdess. And so immediately, like when he saw her, he fell in love with her. And so she, um, she was younger. She was the younger sister of Leah, but her father name was Laban. And in that, um, Jacob went to Laban and was like, yo, I basically love your daughter. What do I have to do to get her? That's kind of the summary of what happened. Um, But he was to work. Laban said, okay, if you work seven years, you can marry my daughter. And so... (laughs) What I had read in that last night, because I read it in the Passion Translation, it says, So Jacob served Laban for seven years in exchange for Rachel, but because he loved her so deeply, the seven years seemed like only a few days. So he loved him some Rachel. You hear me? Um, That was verse 20 from chapter 29. And so... Verse 21, it says, and after seven years, Jacob said to Laban, my time is fulfilled. Give me your daughter so I can marry her and sleep with her. Okay, okay, Jacob, no filter. So Laban prepared a wedding feast and invited all the people of the surrounding area. That night, Laban tricked Jacob by bringing his older daughter, Leah, to Jacob's tent. And he slept with her on his wedding night, Laban assigned his servant um, to be Leah's servant, assigned Zilpha, sorry. Um, Laban assigned Zilpha to be Leah's servant. When Jacob woke up the next morning, he was shocked to find Leah lying next to him. So he confronted Laban and said, what have you done to me? Didn't I serve you these seven years for Rachel? Why have you tricked me? So, just a little insert. Do you know that you will reap what you sow? That is so biblical. So, if you don't know the story of Jacob, Jacob had a brother named Esau. Jacob stole his birthright um, first from, I think, a bowl of soup. And then Jacob dressed up as Esau, like because Esau was very hairy. He dressed up as Esau to get the blessing. From their father because he was dying, and so he tricked him. I think his name even means trickster, please research that. But I think his name means like trickster or something like that. But but you see how that came right back around on him. So Laban, his uncle, tricked him, um, and gave him the older daughter Leah versus Rachel, and so in that. So he was already in love with with Rachel. And the custom was that he had to like the younger daughter couldn't get married before the younger daughter. So that's why um, he had to marry Leah first. And so it says. um, Let me see. Let me go back. Uh, Verse 26. He says, why did you trick me? Laban answered, it is not our custom here to give the younger daughter in marriage before the older daughter is married. Wait until the bridal week of festivities is over and I'll give you Rachel, but you must serve me for another seven years. Jacob complied with Laban's request after he completed um, the prescribed week of Leah's wedding feast. Laban and his daughter Rachel to, um wait, let me go back. Jacob complied with Laban's request after he completed the prescribed week of Leah's wedding feast. Laban gave his daughter Rachel to be his wife, and he slept with her, Rachel, with his true love, not Leah. Laban assigned Bilhah, so just saying that he gave um, a servant, the name of the servant um, to be Rachel's servant. Her name was Bilhah. And Jacob remained there serving Laban for another seven years. So he served 14 years for this woman. Um, <clears throat> so this is where it comes in, where having a baby or having babies from someone will not cause them to love you. And so this is called Leah's four sons. It starts at verse 31, Genesis chapter 29. It says, when Yahweh saw that Leah was unloved, he opened her womb, but Rachel remained childless. Leah conceived and gave birth to a son and named him Reuben, saying, Because Yahweh looked upon me with compassion in my misery, surely my husband will love me now. She conceived again and gave birth to a son and named him Simeon, saying, Yahweh has heard that, thy, that I am despised, and in his mercy he has given me this son also. Leah conceived the third time, and gave birth to a son, and named him Levi, saying, This time my husband will be joined to me, because now I've given him three sons. Once again, Leah conceived, and gave birth to a son, and named him Judah, saying, This time, I will praise the Lord. Then she stopped bearing children for a while. So the thing to look at is when she was having the first three sons, she was hoping for the love of her husband. She was wanting the affection of her husband. And so she was miserable. So she just, you know, of course, God kept opening her womb. Um, Jacob was fulfilling his husband duties, continuing to sleep with her. But he didn't really love her. And so she thought that she spit out all these babies, um, that he would eventually love her. And it wasn't until she had Judah, the last son, she said, "Okay, this time I'm just going to praise God. I'm, I'm just wanting to just get the love from God and stop trying to. Win the affection of my husband. So, if you read that again and you hear it spiritually, you will see that that's basically what she's saying. So, I'm going to read it again, and I want y'all to hear spiritually what she's saying. So, once again, Leah conceived and gave birth to a son. She named him Judah, saying, "This time, I will praise the Lord." Then she stopped bearing children for a while. Um. And so, as the story continues, Rachel and Leah begin to try to go toe-to-toe to to have babies. So, have you ever seen somebody um, that they're in a relationship and the man moves on, basically, and he gets a new woman, wife, he gets, let's say he... He gets married, and the previous relationship, the mother of those children calls or try to cause so much turmoil in their current relationship and sometimes they go to the point where just taking out child support and just trying to keep the man from the children, just all kind of stuff because Life with this man did not turn out as expected. Just because you carried this man's children or you carried this man's child or you're even contemplating having a baby just to keep a man, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's never going to work because if his heart is not with you, You're going to be left with a baby or multiple children. Um, And of course, we're, you know, supposed to wait until marriage anyway. But a lot of times that's not everyone's case. And so situations like this usually causes you to cry out to God to seek his help to seek his love, just like Leah at the end of after having Judah. She was like, you know what, this time I'm just going to praise God. So just know um, if you're thinking about having a baby with someone because you want them in your life so bad or you're thinking that this is going to win the affection of this man, don't do it. Don't do it. If anything, if somebody's showing you that they don't want to be with you, that they don't love you, just let them go. Let them be free. Free them from your mind. Free them from your heart. Free them. Just let Just let them go. It's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. Um, having a baby out of wedlock, um, that part of it, that wasn't my story as far as wanting to win the affection of a man, like my story is so different, but single parenthood is hard um my daughter's grown now, but just knowing like it's 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 not what God intended, you know, so um, shout out to the single mothers, the single fathers um that are doing the role of two parents but um but that's basically what the podcast was about just you can't have babies and expect to earn or gain the affection of a man when their heart is completely somewhere else that's how um and this ended up being the the 12 tribes of Israel i just didn't finish naming all the children but this is where joseph comes in Um, Joseph was Rachel's baby son. And so that's how he ended up with the coat of many colors, because according to Jacob or Israel's, um, because he wanted Rachel first, he wanted Rachel to be his wife. He favored Joseph because that would have been his first son. Because it was with the, the wife of his affection, the wife of his love. And so that's why the other brothers was so jealous of him. Because that's, he was the, the one that was conceived with Rachel. And of course, she had Benjamin as well. But she died giving birth to Benjamin. Um, so I don't want to drag this out any longer. It's been 19 minutes. And so I just pray that this podcast blessed you. I know it was kind of long, but I pray that you got the meat of it, the gist of what I was saying. Um, Please share this with someone that you think it will bless. That will basically put a pause on their plans. Thinking that they're going to make a man fall in love with them because they have his baby. Um, It's not true. It's not. It's not. Y'all just be co-parenting or he may just disappear. Um, And not take care of his seed. So I love you all. Um, You can view all things sacred silhouette at linktree forward slash sacred silhouette. The link will be in the description. And um, yeah, that's it. Um, If you know Jesus, pray for your girl. If you don't, um, as my sister in Christ Dana Ray says, keep my name out your mouth. (laughs) But I love y'all. Pray for me as I pray for y'all. Have a good one. All right.